0: <laughs> say that. Say that again. <laughs> what it's like being a girl on a podcast with two guys. <laughs> well, yeah. What's that like? Can't say shit. <laughs> can't, can't get a fucking uh, word in edge. You can't even say it. <laughs> it's because I don't actually feel that way. So I'm just I'm stumbling over myself. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Rep Your Set. I am your host, Eric Dane. And uh, I'm sitting here with Holly August. Hi. Hi. Um, And we just talked to uh, DJ Clark after dark. (laughs) And uh, man, it was super fun. Yeah. Yeah, we grilled or Eric grilled some amazing burgers. Burgers were pretty good The we, burgers were amazing So so we put um, I put I put some lorries on there I put some salt Put some garlic I even put a little bit of curry Ooh, And then We put a We put a What was it called? Is it prosciutto? Yeah Essentially yeah, Put some prosciutto on it And then some smoked cheddar Dude. On the grill And you know I put raw honey on mine Yeah I, I had to I don't know I, don't, I can't get behind that I don't think I have to put raw honey on all my meat well, all <laughs> <clearly>. of it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, we got to sit with Clark and um, get to know him a little bit more. We, Holly, hadn't met him before, yeah. and I had only met him once before while we were on vacation. <laughs> I mean, I bought firewood from him, <laughs> and I was like, "Are you?" And he was like, "Are you?" And I'm like. You he was like yeah and i was like uh-huh and we just kind of stared and shook our heads at each other like we we should know each other <laughs> and so yeah he came by and we ate burgers uh and we listened to his new album dang it was so good ladies and gentlemen dj clark after dark warning rep your set may contain explicit content not suitable for kids all content is intended for entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion is advised. Did you turn off the fridge? Awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have to turn the fridge off in order sure. to record, or else you can hear just like... Yeah, i like this weird... <laughs> I'll go into like before I we before Holly figured it out we were putting oh my god. <laughs> we were putting blankets over top of the fridge <laughs> and I was tucking blankets into that side part right there uh-huh. next to the fridge and putting rocks on it to hold the blankets <laughs> and then she was like dude we can just turn the fridge off and I'm like how and she opened it up and just turned the dial down and the fridge went <laughs> like, oh my god my <laughs> headphones just cut out Oh, Oh, sorry. I probably knocked it. Is that better?
1: Yeah. Oh, there cool. we go. Mm.
0: I think this is rolling and we're... Rolling. Looking pretty good, I would cool. say. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> All right, cool. So. So then. <laughs> well. Well. <laughs> um So usually I kind of start off by saying how I know the person... But you know, we don't really know each other, but I've known of you for years. Right. And I used to work with your cousin Rose. Mhm. Shout out to Rose. You're not listening, Rose. I'm sure, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll forward it to her. <laughs> okay. And uh Yeah, and oh man, I I you and Greg and and Nick did a super jam. Yeah. That was so cool. I was laying in bed about to go to go to sleep one night. Um and I got so jealous. I had FOMO for sure. I was like, "Oh my god, what why I need to be there." <clears>
1: oh <throat> well, yeah, I think we should do another one of those. It was really cool hearing um other musicians play over some stuff that I recorded like years ago.
0: Yeah, so how what was that recording like? So it did it have was it a fully produced track, or was there a ton of space for them, or
1: they're they're fully produced tracks, and I basically mix them live on my like DJ controller setup, okay. and added effects. So like if I if we wanted to like transition between songs, I'd add like a bunch of delay and reverb just to kind of create some space and then yeah. to let them know like hey next song. <laughs>
0: mm, interesting. Yeah. That that's I never would have thought of that.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, it's all improv too. Like we didn't really, I didn't sit down and go like, Hey, we're going to do this. And then we're going to do that. I was just like pulling up files that I thought would be cool for them to play with.
0: And I, 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 and that's why I swore it was like so calculated because it just (laughs) sounded so good. I was like, Man, thank How you. long have they been working on this? How come Greg didn't like tell me? <laughs> like he, it just seems like he would have mentioned something about it. And I don't know. I I was just watching, like, blown away with Nick being able to improvise along with like the you know because that's probably the hardest part about improvising with what you were doing is that there are specific keys, yeah, that you know that the song is in and. He was able to kind of like pull it off in some weird kind of jazz avant-garde way. Yeah. You know? Well,
1: and, and that was the first time I really hung out with Nick, too. So okay. that was kind of funny. We were like, hey, Nick, how's it going? Well, anyways, play this. <laughs> <laughs> and he was able
0: to to just hop right in.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was great. That was really fun. And uh, I think we did another live stream for Bliss Fest, but our signal was a little choppy for that one. Mm. So the other one, I think that was our redemption set. We were, we were like no we're gonna get this one right
0: <laughs> are you guys planning on doing any any more like that or
1: um no plans really to do any live streaming but greg and i are going to be playing together at soul the lost Camera oh, cool. lodge yeah and that's like uh after the 21st i want to say it's the 26th or 27th i can't remember
0: mm. yeah in june yeah in june yeah is he going to be playing the kit or botala
1: we haven't really sat down and discussed the details yet but um i mean most of the time when we get together it's been improv and we actually went down to uh lansing and played at urban beat together and that was all on the fly and we i mean we had a great night it's just we got good chemistry and like we just both kind of vibe off each other and we just respect each other's like music selection which is fun
0: yeah you know he plays that Afro-Cuban mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I don't know, your stuff is like old school, like funk, hip hop, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Very soul inspired and, and jazz. I, you know, I started collecting records when I was 15 and, you know, it actually started off with like a Sesame Street vinyl that we sampled. And uh, with Alex Reason back teaching me how to use Fruity Loop Studios, I think they were on version three at the time. <laughs> now yeah. they're on like 22 or something but uh that's how i got my start and just you know i learned how to sample vinyl so i, I mean, most of the time i get my inspiration from buying a record listening to it and then thinking like oh man this would be a cool loop or maybe i could restructure it this way or you yeah. know pitch this up or down or whatever
0: when you're looking for records at resale shops like what are you looking for are you cuz i whenever i go i'm looking for i mean <clears throat> I got a bunch of weird shit over here. <laughs> I'm looking for stuff like, uh, where did it go? I love
1: seeing people's record collections. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this. Hear oh and yeah. Tell. yeah.
0: Like this one is just all sound effects and like, yeah.
1: little jingles and stuff. Oh, that would definitely go into my pile of you know? need. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sometimes I'll look for, you know, artists year. Um, even if the, the label is cool, I'll sometimes be like, well, you never know. I mean, cause you never know what you're, you're going to find a really cool sample. You know, you could yeah. find something on something from, like, the 50s that's just, like, a two-minute little pop song. But, like, the seven-second intro is just this amazing, like, string, yeah. you know, or whatever, you know. It's just, you, you can find them anywhere. And, uh, yeah, but I started with the vinyl. It's it's just uh, more natural for me.
0: Yeah. So, Fruity Loops, How how long did you work with that before you decided to to go to vinyl.
1: Um well, it it's a combination of things. So basically how it started was like I'll pick out a record and record it into Cool Edit Pro, which is now known as Adobe Audition. Yeah. So way back then it was yeah. cool Cool Edit Pro. Once we'd record that, I would ch- I say we because Alex Riesenbeck and I got started together and he was the one kind of, you know, mentoring me on how to do all this stuff. So, once we recorded the sample in a cool edit, we chop it up into little bits there. And then we take all those files and throw it into Fruity Loops, where Fruity Loops, you have like synthesizers, like samplers where you can chop up things, and like uh, audio effects and stuff to where you can really like mix things up I feel like uh it's just a combination of everything it starts with the vinyl and then it ends on the computer basically you kind
0: of use cool edit pro just to kind of chop everything up basically. yeah and
1: just general recording and you know picking up a little bit sometimes I'll just have it loaded and I'll just listen to records and then all of a sudden when I find something I hit the record button and just pick the little pieces that I want and then edit them later So
0: there's a ton of just, like, sitting and listening.
1: Yeah, and when you do cut up the samples, you kind of have to sit there and, like, look at the waveform. Sometimes I tap my hand to the beat, and, you know, it doesn't always turn out how you want it to. Sometimes it's just off by a millisecond or, like... And, you know, this is before there were, like quantization of like yeah. samplers and stuff so it was a real like okay one two three four that sounds okay let's try that <laughs> right and if yeah. you're
0: off a little bit it
1: just sometimes you just have to stretch it out or you know delete that and retry it was just a lot of it's very tedious <laughs> are you familiar with um oh, flamingosis yeah huge fan of flamingosis yeah, me um, too. yeah i love his stuff he's great super funky yeah he <clears throat> I don't even know how
0: he is able to, because it doesn't sound like it's really. There, I mean, like some of the earlier stuff, or what I know as earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you can you can tell like he's gotten better and better through every album. They're all good, yeah. But like the like the Daymaker album the one that's more recent, yeah. That doesn't sound like any. Sample. it sounds like an actual just whole-ass record from that era. Right. You know, and that's where you're like, you know, how the hell do you make it that smooth? Are are you playing instruments over top of it? Like, you know, or are these all samples that you cut up and somehow made them fit together so well that you can't even tell? Like, that's the crazy part.
1: Yeah, I mean, everybody has their own different style and how they run things, so i'm sure that he works with musicians to record parts um he might just take a drum loop and then go from there but you know it's that's the interesting interesting thing about is just seeing everybody's different process Mm, with it and like listening to it because there's certain songs where you'll find out that they did use a certain sample and you won't even hear the sample and you be like how did they i don't even hear it but it's pitched down and chopped up enough to where people are you know get confused yeah
0: I, man, I kind of want to plug in my phone so we can listen to Dang. Let's
1: <laughs> do it, man. Should we do it?
0: I'm going yeah, pl- to, I on think I might Dang. pause this real quick. Cool. And then we'll, yeah. Yo, 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 yo. Okay, we got, we got this shit playing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, this is great. Nothing, this. this is the shit. This <laughs> album is is really good.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Listen. So yeah, that um, it's a Missy Elliott sample. Yeah. And but uh, isn't
0: she sampling another song?
1: Too? Yeah. And gosh, I want to say, is it Minnie Riperton? I forget. Mm. Who I is the OG artist? But basically, I had a lot of like deep bass, kind of kick drums, hi-hats, and then, you know, this little sample of like vocals, um, and then just some fun noises. Like there's a noise from Zelda, Ocarina of Time, in that, oh, cool. and then just like weird, we horse sound effect. <laughs> I'm just having fun with it. You know, I want to make it sound like fun. Yeah. Me,
0: I'm super fly. Me, I'm super Okay, let's go to, dy- I think Dynamo's the one.
1: Right on. Yeah. Yeah, man, this is kind of like more of your boom bap style hip hop. Okay, yeah, boom bap. Yeah. And my favorite part about this is if you listen, you can kind of hear the vinyl crackle. And it's almost like another percussive element to the song. It's kind
0: of cool. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah,
1: but this, I mean, it's, you know, it's a five second loop off of vinyl, you know? And like the rest of the song And I think it's a much faster paced song The original But yeah Mm. yeah. That that (laughs) double
0: kick So now how are you getting So that bass line is added right?
1: No it's part of the sample So it's, it's EQ'd And compressed And um Yeah I'll just isolate certain parts And layer You know I'll just have like just the bass part And have right. that frequency come in and it's you know it's just complimentary of the sample which is nice that's the fun thing about these samples is like you'll hear the loop and you're like oh man that part it hits like perfectly like right. yeah it's cool
0: yeah this one's fun this is oh dynamo off of dang
1: so now cf word that's right is that what you're going by or? well that's my original production name i think i came up with the name when i was like 14 and it really doesn't have any sort of meaning um i like people to like kind of put in their own words like cf word. could be i think crossfade word is kind of cool or like i don't know yeah any kind of cnf combination that you want to put but it really doesn't really hold much (laughs) like reasoning i think i was just young and like oh i gotta come up with a name Uh, cf word This one's super jazzy too. Yeah, yeah. I like this one. This is nah, nah. Uh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so
1: how much of this is sampled and how much of this is you adding? It's it's a straight sample. There are no drums added. Really? And it's just like again, EQ'd chopped and rearranged, and I'll, I'll cut out the sound like, like at that one point, and uh, yeah, it, it's pretty bare bones, wow. and I kind of like it that way, because it's, it's more simple, and it's easier to view, you know, sometimes when people make beats, they'll have, you know, 50 different tracks going, and I could get lost in that, and I kind of like the simplicity of certain beats, like, if you listen to Mad Lib, a lot of Mad Lib stuff is just straight... Vinyl samples of like jazz and cut and rearranged and EQ'd in a certain way. And, and that was a huge inspiration of mine, like going forward with sampling. Mad Lib, J Dilla, Pete Rock, DJ Premier, all some of my like top favorite hip hop artists and uh, and producers. But uh, I mean, there's many more. And like, it, I got really into it just basically because of jazz music. I feel like I, I fell in love with jazz music and then. Jazz led me to hip hop and funk and soul and it just kind of took off
0: what are, What are some of your uh, your favorite hip hop people as of like right now
1: uh, i 'm a huge Freddie Gibbs fan. Um, I really like the whole Griselda crew like Benny the Butcher, Conway the machine um, but you know, i 'm not too really up to date on a lot of the newer like pop hip hop because I feel like there is kind of a There's a difference in the new hip hop and the style that I really like, which is more like 90s kind of funky sample based. You know, a lot of the newer stuff is a little more heavily produced, which Mm -hmm. I'm not as well versed on. But I do appreciate some artists. I just don't know what is what <laughs> yeah so, I don't yeah. either yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know I'll I'll find something that is of that style and really like and you know I'll play that when I'm DJing because mm. I'll DJ and spin other people's music all the time and that's another thing that I like to do so you know sometimes I'll find something that's very what people would call mumble rappy, but I seem to enjoy. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. There's a cool keyboard part. Let's play that song. Yeah. <laughs> or even they're they're even using samples. You know, a lot of the newer hip hop and pop music you'll hear, like samples from '90s hip hop, and those are samples mm. too. Mm-hmm. So it's like this Whoa. rebirth, <laughs> sample inception, <laughs> yeah. reuse, recycle. The dream within the dream. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is a copy. Oh, I think of that's, Prince said something like that. Prince was like, pretty soon we're going to be sampling the sample. And it's like <laughs> oh part God. of one of his interviews, like back in the day. And yeah, he's right. He was right, man. Legendary. What What else should
0: we listen to on this album? Like, oh, that you, boy. That,
1: well, what's your favorite? My favorite, just because it's so hype and like kind of out of my wheelhouse, is Here I Go. And that's actually inspired from this... It's this character, his name's Rev X. If you look him up on YouTube, he has this crazy like public access T V show where he's basically just like in front of the camera taking phone calls and like being wild. Really? So Wait, he What's his name? Rev X. Rev X. Yeah. And if you look up Rev X on YouTube, you'll find some funny videos of him just like, you know, oh. on I public about to put access it on the rabbit hole. T- it's so <laughs> funny. And I f he was uh like lip syncing or uh doing like a you know he was just like singing this uh mystical song called here i go and uh it's just really funny so at the beginning of the song you'll hear him speaking like back the cameras up so they can see me dance he's like a very (laughs) aggressive guy (laughs) and then i took that mystical song and i just like cranked up the bpms and i made it like a little bit of like a hard like ghetto tech dance techno song you know
0: let's hear it here we go check it out here i go
1: yeah, that's Relax right
0: there. <laughs> oh shit. Could you back the camera off, so you know, so you can see me dance? <laughs> <laughs> nah, No, <gets> crazy fast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, original song's like half tempo of this. It's so funny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: That's mystical though. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say. Sounds like little John, but yeah, yeah, that's mystical. Totally. Yeah dude, that's hype. Mystical, he's
0: got such a you can just tell he's like dirty South rap. Yeah, you know I, mean? like, I
1: think he's from uh, Louisiana. I'm pretty sure he's like New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh scroll in the bat. And then I kind of break it down There's a little bit of like a trap beat that kind of happens after uh, I think this. He's
0: just trying to beat you, huh? Y'all motherfuckers gotta get ready to run
1: Y'all motherfuckers ain't ready! It says beats to
0: eat pizza to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. underneath, yeah, underneath yeah, this album. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: there it is. <laughs> Rev X at the end there, going ah. Damn that was cool
0: man yeah. Thanks dude um, <clears throat> Yeah you shared this online And you know like Check, check it out And it, it just It didn't seem like and I, w- I don't know what I was expecting But I was just like I, I thought more people would be like Sharing the shit out of it mm-hmm. Because I'm like I put it on And I was like Dude this is so Like I texted <laughs> you I was sitting and listening to it Like working out at the gym Oh nice and I was like, man, I got to text him right now. I'm like, dude, <laughs> this is seriously so fucking good. Thank you, Like, man. And I was just
1: fascinated with, like, how are you making this? You know, it's just. Cool. Dude, yeah, I, yeah it's just uh, something I've been doing since I was 14 or 15 years old. And, like, I remember doing, like, some sort of school project. And I was making a beat for it. And I showed the teacher. And they just, like they couldn't wrap their head around it. They didn't really like, cause it wasn't really a thing. If you wanted to make a beat back then, you would have to own a sampler and be part of that kind of like, yeah. Crowd or whatever. So like this whole making music on computers thing was like very new and very like, I how know. old are you again? I'm 33. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm 36. So right on. Yeah. We grew up in the same era. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, it's um it's cool because you can go back and I mean I can go back and listen to some of my old stuff and see the progression of like, you know, where I've gone and like you yeah. know, my style has evolved a little and it's fun. When I first uh the first album that I really put out that I was like proud of, I called it Return to the Groove and it was I went to a music recording school in Madison, Wisconsin. So after I got out of school, I had this album ready and I was going out to Bliss Fest that uh, weekend. So I I burned all these CDs. I had, like, 50 CDs of this album. And I had all these random jewel case, like, CD cases from, like, old computer games or, like, old CDs. Mm -hmm. So, like, those were my cases that I had and just Sharpied on a blank CD, and I was handing them out left and right. That, That was the first album that really, like... I felt like I could stand behind and be like, wow, like I'm pretty happy with how this turned out. Yeah. Yeah, it just was history. So how many albums have you made? You know, are they, it's are it's they hard called to
0: albums s- or are they mixes, mixtapes, I have
1: I have some mixes on SoundCloud. I want to call them just like beat tapes really because they're not really in any arranged fashion where I'm like I'm, you know, I like them this way. Mm-hmm. But I've recently um put a little more attention to albums on my bandcamp page because i want them to be a little more uh, approachable and not just this big file dump of a million songs and i'll name my songs the weirdest stuff like gibberish words and stuff that just doesn't make sense so people will be like i don't what is this guy doing i don't know i'm not going to play that song it's a weird word <laughs>
0: well it's weird cuz like the the songs on on dang are actually pretty short you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but you, d- I don't ever feel like they're lacking in any way. It's, an, it's kind of like oh. just like the, it's like this, it's like center cut bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just the good part. We don't need any other bullshit. Yeah. You know, and it's just enough for you to kind of bop your head to. And then, you know, usually with like sampled music, everything always ends like. Dun, 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 dun. it just ends and then it goes into the next groove and you and that's another thing it's like i don't care when it just abruptly ends when the sample runs out yeah like there's something about that that's so cool that's like there's no fucking ending who
1: cares and it it goes it it goes from my own like style of listening because like you know i have a short attention span when it comes to beats too because you know i feel like 60 to 90 seconds is enough to get my point out of like what I'm trying to do, especially with like sampling something. But, you know, every song's different. You know, there's some songs that can be six minutes long and still sound great. Yeah, true, true. But um, I do like the, uh, I don't know, I want to say like the quickness of how the samples groove. And it's fun to mix too, because you can kind of just like jump right into the next beat. and It sounds like the same style. Yeah. pretty chill.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you when you do a show like at High Five, how much of this can you do live like based on the samples? Like do you have everything loaded up or or does that or is this not what you do like for a live show?
1: It's it's typically not what I do for a live show there just because of the crowd. You know a lot about you know a lot of DJing is about like reading the crowd and figuring out who the audience is. Yeah. So I've kind of figured out who really is at Gypsy at 11 p.m. on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they want to listen to some clubby, poppy dance music. Which, you know, honestly, it's not something that I go out of my way to listen to all the time. But I have such a fun time mixing it on turntables and seeing a crowd go crazy that, like, I enjoy the songs in that respect. Mm -hmm. Because I can just, like... I know what's going to whip people in a frenzy if you play, you know, like a mystical track mixed into like another Missy Elliott song and it's just like people get comfortable with familiarity but Mm. then that gives you the leverage to, you know, get creative and play something that they necessarily wouldn't listen to and, you know, you can sneak your own tastes into what everybody has their, you know, mind already made up to. If you know yeah.
0: what I mean Right How much of that Are you doing on the fly Like how much of it Are you like Okay so I'm gonna use this Hot You know Whatever the new Hot track is But then I wanna throw in A little of my shit In it Like How do you Pull that off live While everybody's dancing While you have to go You know Get ready for the next song You know, like, how do you do all that at once?
1: Um, A lot of file organization and just knowing your songs and um, reading the BPM, too. You know, sometimes I just kind of coast on a certain BPM so Mm -hmm. I know that I'm going to be matching up the time correctly. And then from there, just kind of decide the vibe. So I'll Mm -hmm. create a playlist of a bunch of songs that I'd like to play throughout the night but I won't necessarily get to play them in the exact order that I list them just because, you know, there will be a time in the night where nobody's in front of you and they're all at the bar getting drinks or, Mm. you know, you just have these moments and these waves. But sometimes you really capture the audience and people really get whipped into a frenzy, and that's when you can really start taking some risks and chances and play something just, like, totally off center and people will love it you know like if they're in a good enough mood and they're in the right space and you select the right track to play like it i mean it can be so satisfying to be like wow i can't believe i got away with playing that speed house 170 bpm like crazy track with that weird sample <laughs> and people were loving it and i was like I, I never thought i'd be able to get away with playing that yeah it's pretty fun so <clears throat>
0: It's interesting because you know, like this album that you have is super dope, but like maybe you're not playing that live, mm-hmm. and it seems like if like like a like a normal or not like a normal, but like a musician will write an album, they'll go out to a bar, and they'll wanna play it, and if people are fucking going play everything that we know they get pissed right yeah they're like what the fuck man i want to but like we're a dj where you you know you're like yeah like that's kind of what it's about like you got to be able to play the stuff you know and and not feel like butt hurt about it <laughs> you yeah know? it's like
1: it, it's a fine line and you know i feel like sometimes as a dj People feel more comfortable to approach you and interrupt you and tell you mm. hey, play this. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you're a guitar player in the middle of singing a song, nobody's gonna come up to you and well, somebody probably would but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come up to you, no, tap on your shoulder <laughs> and like hey, hey, hey It does. Or happen. put their phone yeah. in your face and be like, This song, this song. We're about to leave. You know, you've I've heard it all. It's yeah. really I've become a lot more desensitized to it, you know. But yeah. in the past, you know if you're just starting out and you're like, oh, this is, I have a perfect set list. And somebody's like, you know, this isn't good. It could really bother you. You know, I've seen it happen to other people where it's like, you know, somebody can throw you off balance and you can let that affect you of like how one person is feeling. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you kind of, you take the request with a grain of salt and like, um, you know, there's other opportunities to like, get people to hear the songs that they want to hear you know it's Mm -hmm. all it's a weird timing thing and just it's approach to you know because I'm not going to play a request if somebody's really rude or just like you know getting in my face or they're super drunk and you know I know they're not going to appreciate it but if somebody's kind you know even request something that's within like the same genre of what I'm playing you know I want to hear people I want to be nice but like some people you just cannot
0: <laughs> can't yeah.
1: make everybody happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's people, a tough part for DJing. It's like, yeah, people are just can be vicious sometimes.
0: <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. And and like you said, taking everything with a grain of salt mm-hmm. is is really good advice. You know, for anybody who's becoming a DJ. And yeah, you know, like...
1: you know be kind of humble. You know, you can still you know respect yourself and respect others at the same time it's just a weird fine line where you just kind of have to pick your battles and uh yeah. and it all really depends on what kind of event you're playing because like if i'm playing a wedding and the bride and groom come up and they say you want to hear something you're gonna play that song yeah but you know if you're you know you're at gypsy and somebody's hammered and just being rude like sorry buddy Bye. <laughs> <A> bye bye. Bye <laughs> bye.
0: What's your uh, What's your favorite gig to play? Like a, t- a type of gig or your perfect ideal setting? Hmm.
1: I mean, I've really loved the silent discos in the past. Mm. If it's done right, like I've I've done the Blissfest silent disco. I think it was seven years in a row. Oh and no! And the reason why I like that, I, I'd have to say my favorite kind of show is any kind of show that I have a majority of my friends in the audience because yeah. I, I love to see somebody I know really enjoy a song that I really enjoy that I know that they've never heard before. Mm. So you can kind of feel good and you kind of taste make to their tastes. So you can, you be like, oh man, so-and-so's here and I know that they love Daft Punk and I have this really cool Daft Punk remix that I'm going to sneak in on top of this weird Steely Dan remix and they're mm. going to go wild. And they're just going to love it. And it, it, I mean... One of the main reasons what made me want to keep going was seeing other people really enjoy themselves on the dance floor. You know, seeing a couple, like, make out in front of you to a slow dance song, you're like, yeah, this is great. I'm doing so good. <laughs> 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 Which That's is a awesome. weird, I don't know, weird way to look at it. But, like, if, if the crowd's having good a good time, then I'm having a good time. The worst is when you're up there and you're just sweating and dying and nothing's hitting and you're just like man that was a rough night
0: <laughs> what yeah what what gets you through those uh those times
1: um going home and setting up my turntables and just mm. doing it all over again for myself and having my own <laughs> dance party i guess um no i don't know i just you know every gig is different and you kind of have to find the parts that you liked about it best because Uh, There's some nights that are going to be awesome and some nights that are not going to be as great. So you just kind of have to keep pushing forward. Um, One of the things my grandma told me, you know, she saw me playing some music like live downtown and it was so bad. We were just like jamming jazz improv and somebody was like, you guys sound like Miles Davis. And we're like, nope, (laughs) not good. (laughs) But my grandma came to that show and, and as terrible as we were, she came up to me and she's like, Clark you You need to never Stop playing music Never stop Aww. And that always Stuck with me Because my grandma Was really Into music She got me piano Lessons when I was a kid Took me to choir class Which I hated But I still did <laughs> She paid uh, Yeah she paid For those things And always supported me Like artistically So you know I, I just don't want To stop Because I just I don't know I love it Grandma told you it's, Keep going It's within me Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: That's cool man Yeah
0: what, what's uh? What's one of the worst gigs you've done? Oh, <laughs> man. Are there any that, that stick out? You
1: know, there's... Not that I, I, not I, that I like
0: focusing on bad things, but I, I mean, I just want like a little juicy story.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I did the Harbor Springs Beer Fest once, and it was an okay gig and all. I, You know, it's more so like the rotten apple in the crowd that comes in like... Mm knocks you off balance like I was saying earlier like somebody can come in and say just the most awful thing to you and it could really set you off and be like you know throw you off your game Mm. and um there's this guy that came up to me you know I'm, I'm playing a lot of like funk and soul music on vinyls that I have I'm like mixing records and this guy comes up to me and he's like hey you know you don't need to play any of that music for black people there's no black people around here oh my and I God. immediately I just wanted to like kill the sound I didn't have a mic at the time so I, my jaw just dropped yeah and I just didn't know what to do I just started like telling everybody around me I'm like do you see that guy he's so <laughs> racist he just said this and it just like you know it wasn't the event that was bad it was just that guy that kind of like spoiled the whole thing yeah. and there was one time I was up in Alaska I was DJing at this brewery and um I'm like, I'm not even set up yet. I'm like, I'm pulling my stuff out of the bag. I'm plugging it in. And this guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, why don't you start playing as soon as I leave? Because I don't want my daughter to hear this shit. (laughs) I'm just like, Jeez, dude. I didn't even start yet, man. (laughs) I just got here. But I'm about to play country music, man. (laughs) (laughs) No. How,
0: How long were you up in Alaska for?
1: I spent three summers in Denali National Park. Oh, cool and i worked at a liquor store called sled dog liquors and uh i kind of got my chops djing up there like for crowds like mm-hmm. mixing other people's music at um this place called the salmon bake and um really rough first year trying to do it i mean you make a lot of mistakes stupid ones like you know my volume was turned down and i couldn't figure out how to turn it up or mm-hmm. something really dumb or, I do that all the time still. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it took me that year of doing it and then uh, coming back home and then going back up there. 2013, I really locked it in and had some great nights. I got to uh, close out for a few music festivals up there. Um, and I was, you know, one of like three DJs up there. So I really got to like get a lot of good opportunities to play music in front of crowds. And mm-hmm. it just kind of cemented it for me like all right i you know i've made beats for this long i want to start performing them live and like sharing them so
0: nice and you said you got your name while you were up there yeah Yeah. my (laughs) name dj
1: clark after dark was coined in alaska and uh it's just it's interesting to get that name in alaska because you know i'm up there in the summer months and the sun does not set it's daylight at like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> you know, people don't sleep up there they you know it'll be like 5 a.m and everybody's leaving the bar Jeez. let's go get breakfast <laughs> oh my God. and it's just yeah oh I would man, I had weird. a job where I had to get up at like six o'clock in the morning so I'd get up and like be walking to work and there's the whole like Bar staff sitting outside, like passing around bottles, like, hey, Jeez. do you want a shot? I'm like, dude, I just woke up. <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know we're in Alaska, but fuck. Yeah, damn, guys. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, you got your start up there. Yeah. And then, and then where did you go after that? I came back home. Um, my father got pretty ill. So, um, I came back home to, help him out and uh i just kind of stayed in northern michigan um until about i think it was 2016 after i left and i went down to grand rapids for a while and kind of went back and forth Uh, my cousin scott pellegrim he's a drummer that's
0: right i forgot yeah yeah he's a really great drummer yeah he's
1: amazing (laughs) but uh he uh he he hooked me up with some gigs down there and we started doing some stuff together and he's just so incredibly good to the point where like I'm playing music and I'm so distracted by what he's doing that I'm like, I can't even focus on my own stuff. Cause I'm like, this guy is crazy. Good.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. He's super fun. So he's your cousin too. My,
1: my dad's um, cousin. So he'd be my second cousin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But he lives in Grand Haven down in, uh, yeah, he does think. a lot of stuff at like the is it
0: Third Coast?
1: Yeah, he works out of Third Coast Recording Studio. Uh he makes music with Seth Bernard and Yeah. 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 Super talented guy. I mean, he's done a lot for me like inspiration-wise. Yeah. Seeing somebody in my family that can be successful like that is that was definitely inspiring
0: i see his drumming videos all the time so i follow instagram i just follow drummers mostly nice and uh he's one of them and his reels will pop up where you know it's like he's doing a complicated fucking drum beat but like there's always one little goofy ass thing in it You know, yeah Like, like he'll end it and you know you can tell like it's like in the kids Room, or there's toys in the floor, <laughs> he'll be smacking something with you know a toy. And
1: yeah, there's a video that he reposted today that um, it was he put a rubber chicken inside of his hi hat. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that video has like 20 million views now. Oh, I no, I looked shit. at it today. Oh, wow. I was like, geez, man, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's gone viral a few times on his stuff. He's, yeah, definitely recognized in the community.
0: Who has he played with? Other than Seth, like, um,
1: you know, I've seen him with digital tape machine. He had his own trio, Scott Pellegrim trio, which is great. You can find their music on Spotify, super jazzy electronic style album, but he's kind of like a studio sit-in guy where he's it, all over the place, man.
0: Yeah, when, when I think of him, you know, because there's some drummers where are like, that's the drummer from blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. But like, this is just Scott Pellegrim. He's just a drummer. Yeah. He's just like a really famous, I mean, famous regionally and, you know, internet, you know, drummer.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's he's got his following and, you know, it's cool that he's respected by other major drummers like he's buddies with adam teach from uh lettuce which oh, is cool yeah, yeah. so you know he's just that guy and he's just such a nice friendly person too he's a good human to That's me cool. hopefully he comes up here this summer so you guys can meet that'd be cool oh that'd be sweet
0: yeah um so if we if we had to play one more one more track what what would you pick Ooh, i don't know um off off of uh dang
1: um man i kind of even forgot like what the track <laughs> list was um <laughs>
0: let's, let's 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 pick one right yeah here.
1: just pick a random one i i i dig them all oh yeah
0: This is the Great Horned (laughs) Hoopster. Yeah. This is sweet.
1: Yeah, this is slowed way down, too. I think this is from, like, um, it's like a Motown... Like studio band album that just says like disco on the front. Oh, it's very like, yeah, I don't know, like basic. Yeah. And then I put a, some Ghostface killer lyrics all chopped up and screwed over. I think the bridge is coming up here. <laughs> Yeah, I
0: like Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Monkey. <laughs> yeah, and I always hope that, like, you know, maybe someday I could find a talented MC that would want to, like, do something with these. That's always been kind of my mindset on these, but. You know, it's hard to find somebody that you kind of would want to say what they have to say over your yeah. music, you know.
0: It seems like you would have to be very, very picky. Yeah, they, you know.
1: And I've had people from around here ask me, and, I, you know, I, I can't really let them do that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I still I still want to write something for Dynamo and just to send it it to you just for fun.
1: Yeah, dude, do it. I
0: wouldn't I wouldn't put it out.
1: No, it's fine, (laughs) dude. I honestly anybody that does anything, I'm like I'm stoked that somebody would enjoy it and want to do something with. I don't want you jacking my beats. Yeah,
0: no, no no jacking of the beats for sure.
1: Even though like you know a lot of this stuff that I do is sampled, so it's like I feel like music is a pretty free format. As far as like covers and samples go, like people should be able to freely use the art to express themselves. Ooh, yeah, this one's a good one too. Yeah. (laughs) And this is another one with no added drums, it's just straight sample pitched way down. Another thing I do when I DJ's, I'll just like be singing the parts like <laughs> by myself behind.
0: <laughs> so how can uh, how can people uh, get a hold of you if they want to want to book you?
1: You know, um, I do have an email address attached to uh, most of my social medias. Uh, Clark After Dark Booking. You can also just hit me up directly last name, Pellegrum, P-E-L-L-E-G-R-O-M, Clark, first name, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, this summer is really shaping up to be really fun. I've got a lot of cool things ready, and yeah, it's it's fun to hear from people. I'm working with uh, the Woods Dispensary in Sheboygan. Um, yeah, I've seen you DJ there a lot. Yeah, they're um, they're opening a new location in Sault Ste. Marie, and I'll be up there in 420. Oh, cool. Yeah, it should be a good time. Yeah. They're good people, man. Best dispensary in Northern Michigan. Shout out to the Woods. Shout out, Woods. We, 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 have you been there?
0: Yeah, we went there. yeah. That's right, yeah. We went
1: there.
0: We went there yeah. yeah, they had really good prices.
1: Too. Yeah, yeah. They're solid people, too. I mean, like, I feel like it's a better experience overall. Right now. I like them. Well man, thanks for coming
0: and hanging out this Dude, is, it was a pleasure Yeah, Really cool to sit and listen to this with you And yeah, just kind of like Thank hear, you. hear your process and, yeah. and uh,
1: yeah, yeah. you guys are so sweet Thanks for having me up here yeah. this is Fed me a burger And I'm all happy with my bubbly water And yeah, it's all good It's
0: all gravy Oh yeah. Um, any, actually I don't know when this is going to come out so we can't really do shows. Yeah,
1: just keep your eyes peeled man. I'm at Gypsy Vodka or High Five Tasting Room uh, a lot. All the time, like every month. So, just, you know, cool. look into my social media I guess. All right. Well Clark, DJ Clark After Dark, thank you for coming man. Hey thank we're
0: you. We're going to let this beat just ride out. Right on man. You can also send us the dates of your upcoming shows and any of your original songs